Welcome to First Reading, the Old Testament lectionary podcast that gives you the tools you need to preach with confidence from the Hebrew Bible. I'm Dr. Rachel Wren, Assistant Professor of Biblical Studies at Trinity Lutheran Seminary. And I'm Tim McNinch. I'm a PhD candidate at Emory University. Rachel's up this week and she's tackling one of the first readings for (laughs) October 31st, 2021. Such a scary ghost. (laughs) So I'm expecting that she's going to effortlessly draw together the strands of Reformation Sunday, good old Halloween, and Ruth 1, 1 to 18, the first reading. And all of that in the next 10 minutes. Ready, set, go. Okay. Well, so, all right. I'm not sure if it's going to be a successful drawing together or not, but you are right. We got a lot going on today. So the first thing I'm going to do is make a pitch to you, dear preachers, on why Ruth 1 verses 1 to 18 is actually the perfect text to preach on for both Reformation Sunday and Halloween. I'm sold already. Okay. So I've got one convert. So first of all, this one goes out to all my Lutherans out there. Anybody who went to a Lutheran seminary knows that when you talk Martin Luther, there's one book of the Bible that always gets attached to his name. And it is not the book of Ruth, Tim. It is the book of... Mormon? (laughs) Okay, not not helpful, but funny. (laughs) No, No, the book of Romans. Because of his work on the Pistus Christum, the faith of Christ, and the great realization that he had while reading the book of Romans... People always associate Luther with the New Testament, but that's not really accurate. What Luther was, when it boils right down to it, was an Old Testament scholar. His first year of lecturing as a professor in Wittenberg, Luther lectured on the Psalms, and he came back to them and lectured on them all again a few years later, along with many other texts from the Hebrew Bible as well. So, and I'm getting to my point here, Tim, the best way for us to honor our deeply fraught and dearly beloved Martin Luther is to preach on the Old Testament on Reformation Sunday. All right, great. You finally got there. Are you going to jump straight to a pitch for (laughs) Halloween preaching now? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I am. (laughs) So Christians sometimes have a bit of a fraught relationship with Halloween and not being sure if it's really okay to celebrate a day that's so often linked with the devil or the demonic. And dear preachers, there are going to be people in your pews who are sitting there and are wondering about that thing. Mm-hmm. This, this, this festival, though, wasn't originally linked with the devil. One of the earliest versions of it was a Celtic festival that acknowledged a day late in fall when it seemed that the boundaries between those who are living and those who have died became thin and could even be trespassed. It's not just a Celtic thing, of course. There are many traditions and cultures that have at least one day a year dedicated to acknowledging that thin space between death and life, especially as the year itself seems to be dying. So early on in church tradition, that day became one day to honor the dead, to honor our ancestors, those who've gone before us. All right, there's there's a text here, right? <laughs> okay, so what better way to honor those who've gone before us than to preach on Ruth and Naomi, two of our faith mothers who have a remarkable story. So Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, as it was called early on, was a day that, like I said, acknowledged that thin place between life and death. And here, on that day when we honor that thin space, We honor two women who were living on their own thin space between life and death. 
Mm. See, I told you I'd get there. (laughs) Being a widow in ancient Israel was no joke. You were left with almost no agency whatsoever, with very few options, and with a really bleak future. People take it as poetic and as a sign of devotion when Ruth says to Naomi in verse 17, where you die, I die, there will I be buried. But this isn't a statement of devotion so much as it is a statement of reality. Where you die, I die, Ruth says, and there we will be buried together. Ruth and Naomi weren't just aware of that thin plane between life and death. They were living it. We all are, if we're really being honest with ourselves. I think if nothing else, COVID has shown us that. And most importantly, as the text suggests, we're not living it alone, but together. Yeah, so you're diving in from kind of a funny intro here to something mm. quite quite serious and meaningful, right? I mean, the, right. the story of Ruth and Naomi, especially in that first chapter, they're surrounded by death. I mean, that's sort of the yeah. defining feature of their existence. And they themselves right. are living on a thread, you know, with the state of poverty that they're in, not knowing if they're going to be able to survive. So death mm-hmm. is is always right there with them, it, like you say, in a way that maybe for many of us who have delusions of immortality have had to yeah. face death in some really like in-your-face ways during these last 18 months. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and that's why, I mean, that's why I did kind of do that longer lead-in about Halloween, because I do think that one of the preaching pitfalls would be to ignore Halloween mm. in favor of Reformation Sunday or in favor of something else. I, so just first of all, practically speaking, don't ignore it. It's on everybody's mind. So don't try to fight it. Use it as a way into this text. Maybe even give folks something to do before they go trick-or-treating that night or like a, a prayer that somehow is, I don't know, connected to candy or dressing up or Yeah, I mean, even acknowledging that thin space between life and death, even for kids, I think they're a lot more aware of it than we give them credit for, and maybe even a lot less scared of it. So use this moment that we are in as a country of All Hallows' Eve Hmm. to lift up and honor the beautiful bravery of these women who, in spite of all the odds, chose to put one foot in front of the other and keep walking on that thin plane between life and death. That's great. I, I wondered if you were going to get there, and <laughs> we really did. You landed it well, Dr. Ren. <laughs> I, I hope that all of you will preach this text from Ruth. Really, if we're being candid here, anytime there's an opportunity to preach on Ruth, you should take it. Oh, amen. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. You can also find us on Facebook where we drop our weekly episodes or find back episodes at our website, firstreadingpodcast.com. You know, uh, Rachel and I also collaborated on a project that had to do with the Book of Ruth. We have have like an animated video of Ruth in Hebrew with voice acting from both of us. You uh, You can find that on the resources tab of our website or you can look for it at the publisher's site, losahouse.com. We're grateful, as always, to Trinity Lutheran Seminary at Capital University for the grant that they've given us that helps us do the podcast. And thanks to all of you for listening and for being in relationship and connection with us. Until next time, I'm Tim McNinch. And I'm Rachel Wren. 
Happy Halloween. <laughs>